Welcome to the Healing Soul Podcast, empowering wellness in oneness. I'm Mary Beth Rombach Nelson, a published author on Amazon Books, Reiki master, gifted intuitive, and spiritual teacher. Today's podcast, I'll be talking about my near-death experience and how it changed my life forever. To start with, I want to define what a near-death experience is for you. Near-death experience is defined as an occurrence in which a person comes very close to dying and has memory of a spiritual experience such as meeting dead friends and family members or seeing a white light during the time when death was near, according to Marion Webster. Now I'm going to share my near-death experience with you. I was in the hospital for a surgery, and after the surgery, I was in my hospital room resting in my bed. My body seemed so heavy all day, and I remember my arms felt like I couldn't lift them. I felt cold and so very tired and exhausted. I didn't have the energy to get up out of bed all day. And it was near a holiday, and the nursing staff were really overworked on the floor that I was on. When the nurse came in to check on me, she asked if I'd been up and around. And I told her how weak I was and how heavy my body felt. She threw the sheets off me to help me get out of bed and stand up. And that's when I was started hemorrhaging and the blood was splashing on the floor. She quickly got me back into bed and ran to get items to stop the bleeding and to call the doctor. I remember just being so scared and a lot of hurried activity was going on in my room to help me. My sister Janet was there in the hallway when I was taken down for surgery, and I was white as a ghost. I was rushed back into surgery to stop the bleeding. And it was strange. I was aware of being caught before I was put under anesthesia. And the next thing I remember seeing was the brightest, luminous, white light. It engulfed me. And this feeling of peace, bliss, and unconditional love just surrounded me. It was a very blissful feeling. And I was having this without my body, but I was still me. I was looking down at my body on the table, and I could hear the doctor and nurses talking and working on me faintly in the background. I could see my surgery going on. I had hemorrhaged from the first surgery all day, and now they were saving my life thanks to the nurse that came in. The quick actions and the doctor were saving my life. Now back to the near-death experience. I was floating above my body, and I felt no pain at all, only peace. A familiar face was in front of me. It was my father, Joseph, whom had passed 16 years earlier. I was so happy to see him. It had been so long. He was standing at the end of a bright white tunnel, and he looked at me lovingly. And he looked younger and healthy, like I had never remembered him looking. The question he asked me was, what are you doing with your life? This really surprised me because my life was in a sad state of affairs. 
I was in an abusive relationship, and we were speaking telepathically. Now, the definition for telepathy is apparent communication from one mind to another without speech or signs. Marion Webster. I felt such love and a euphoric lightness in this beautiful white light that was brighter than anything I had ever experienced before or since. I could almost hear the nurse talking to me, and she was telling me that I had to stay. It was like my soul was in heaven and on earth simultaneously at the same time. And I saw two golden threads going to my body, kind of like a tether from my soul connected to my body. My dad looked young and healthy, and he told me it wasn't my time and that I had to go back. I wanted to stay. I felt blissful, lightness, joy, peace, and oh, such unconditional love like I had never experienced in my life before. The white light was a crisper, brighter light than I've ever experienced since. Even though I had small children, I wanted to stay in heaven. I love my children very much, so that was saying a lot. My life was not going well with my husband at the time, now my ex-husband, and I needed to change my life. That's what my dad was referring to. He knew what was going on and told me I knew better than to stay in an abusive relationship. I needed to wake up, and I needed to stop sleepwalking through my life. Our loved ones are completely aware of what is happening in our lives, which is comforting to know, right? My dad slowly receded from my consciousness, and he told me to go back now, and thump, I was back in my body. I'm no longer afraid to die, but I'm not looking forward to death, but I don't fear it anymore like I used to. We really don't die. Our soul just doesn't wear our body anymore. We just leave our body, but we're still exactly the same. My personality, I felt exactly the same. I just wasn't in my body. I now know how important it is to make every day count for something. Each day is a gift we need to appreciate and really have gratitude for. My sister Janet, when I saw her the next day, was so relieved that I made it because she would have had to raise all my children. And I know she said this teasingly, but there was definitely some truth in that too. And I was so happy to see my children again. The next morning, my doctor came in and shared, I shared my experience with them and he totally believed me. And he shared that he had three other patients had very similar experiences of near death. Thousands of people experience near-death experience all over the world. People of vast religious, non-religious backgrounds. And they're all incredible experiences that they share. My then husband saw a huge change in me and my personality. I didn't take any shit anymore. I knew the life I was living wasn't right. I knew I had to get a divorce and I knew the change had to come from me. Other people noticed a change in my personality, and it really sounds strange, but almost dying gives you freedom just to be. Others' words, cut-downs, and bad behavior don't affect you anymore. 
once you realize we don't really die, it's empowering to your soul. It's almost like nothing can really touch you anymore. And I want to share something that I wrote. Uh, I I put down my thoughts, kind of like a eulogy, if you will, after my near-death experience. And I entitled it, What Matters in Life for Me? Here goes. When you go through tough times dealing with health issues with your family members like I have, you realize what is most important in your life, and it's not the things that you can buy in the store. I've had a lot of loss in my life, and it's taught me what really matters. My father died when I was 14 years old, and my mom and brother died in my early 30s. As a result of dealing with so much loss in my family, I've learned not to care what other people think, say, or their opinions of me. And I realize how strong I really am. I know what I am personally capable of, and no other person can ever take that away from me. So as a limitless soul with nothing to fear, I can decide to be successful, and it's up to me to make it happen. No one else or nothing else can affect me in my outcome. Once you decide this for yourself, nothing can stop you. Life is too short not to love what you're doing. Also make time to spend special days with family. Yeah, I know it sounds corny, but you never know when a family member will pass suddenly. My brother Joe died of an asthma attack on a business trip, and he called me the night before he left to talk. But I blew him off to take my daughter to softball practice. Life is so busy. That was the last time I ever talked to him. You really never know when your last conversation with someone will be. So be kind in your thoughts and in your words towards people. It could also be the last thing someone will remember about you if you pass suddenly. Excuses in life are for losers, and we are not losers. You and I can decide to be positive and go after our dreams every single day we wake up is a new chance. Each day here is a gift from God. We need to appreciate it. Once a month, I do a life self-evaluation to see where I want to go and what my goals are and to evaluate steps on how I'm going to get there. Knowing that all things are possible for me. If someone else has done it, so can I. Hell, even if someone else hasn't done it yet, doesn't mean that I can't figure out how to do it. So what I want you to know about me is that being positive is a choice I make every day to make my day better and everyone else's day around me. Life is a series of choices. So follow your inner voice and you'll never make the wrong choice again. Your inner voice is you. So follow it. I do. It is estimated that near-death experiences are reported by 5% of adult population, according to the International Association for Near-Death Studies. 4 to 15% have had a near-death experience. So it really makes you think about life as a whole and what you want to do with your life. So ask yourself, Am I afraid to die? 
Have faith and grow spiritually, and one day you'll be able to answer no to this question, knowing that we really don't die. Our true self, our soul self, goes on eternally. I know this to be true. I literally feel love shooting out of my heart after my near-death experience. I feel unconditional love is still in my heart from heaven. I hope in sharing my experience, it's comforting and helps you to tune in even more to your own personal spirituality. Asking yourself serious questions like, why am I here on earth? What am I supposed to be doing to complete my soul's journey? What is my soul's purpose? Meditate every day for 15 minutes and keep a meditation journal. And make sure and date it so that you can look back and allow the knowingness just to plunk into your consciousness and write it down right away, even if it sounds crazy at the time. It'll make sense later on. It's your guides and angels giving you messages and your higher self talking to you. And I really feel those golden tethers that I saw in my near-death experience is kind of like a communication wire that you can connect with your soul self rising up and having the communication come down and getting those messages infused in you, if you will, through those golden tethers to your body from your soul. Follow those nudges, those inklings, and knowingness to help guide your life toward your soul's purpose. And it really will make, meditation makes such a huge, huge difference. And you'll start getting messages. And if you don't get them right away, don't be discouraged. Keep, keep meditating, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day. And journal, journal, journal. It, it really is soul messages that will come through eventually. So thank you for listening to my near-death experience. And... My next podcast will be about angels and angelic intervention in our lives. So believe in angels because they believe in you. I'm going to be teaching you how to communicate with your special angels and how to ask your angels for help daily. I always ask my angels and my archangels to help me in everything that I do. And it makes your day better. You're never alone. You always have your angels and your guides and God surrounding you and with you. And your crossover loved ones are always watching what's going on in your life. And you can talk to them and they hear you. And I just want to thank you for listening today. And I hope you feel the love that I have for you shooting out of my heart for you right now. The, the unconditional love from heaven is still with me. So I look forward to talking with you soon. God loves you and so do I. The healing soul empowering wellness and oneness.